0: Hello, I'm Marilyn and every day this month, I'm showing off women, everyday women of all sorts all over the world. Some of them I've known for years and others are new friends that I've met on this podcast. The whole purpose of this project is to use International Women's Day and Women's History Month as an opportunity to showcase women in my world, to show off about them, which is usually something we are pretty uncomfortable with. And in this episode, I'm showing off Ghul Sonmez. Now, I first met Ghoul when, I think it was last year, when she was a guest on my podcast. I absolutely fell in love with her whole manner, her whole essence and approach to life and was intrigued by her super accurate, intuitive gifts. We ended up working together and my months with her were absolutely healing. Ghoul helps people all around the world through her unique transformation energy work. Oh, she has a fascinating story and she's definitely a woman I want to show off to you. Welcome back
1: to the show girl. It's so exciting to have you back. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me again. I'm also super super excited. Yeah. Let's now, see. Now tell
0: tell it because this is a little bit of a different um podcast. They're short, they're snappy, because I'm devoting March to celebrating women, to showing off women. Um so share with those of you who don't know you, who are you, where are where are you in the world?
1: Yeah. Hi everyone. Uh, this is Gil. Uh, Right now, I'm in Luxembourg, in the heart of Europe, I would say, it's a very little, tiny country, I'm based in Luxembourg, I'm originally Turkish, uh, but I'm living and working here, Um, what I do as a profession, I'm an intuitive healer, and also a transformational coach, I help individuals to be born to their own potentials, actually, I'm not healing them, they heal themselves, but I just witness their healing process.
0: And I am a great testimony for that because <laughs> uh, I our relationship is a, a beautiful journey. We met uh, at we, we met for the first time on our podcast. I interviewed you, chatted with you um, and I fell in love with what she does and, and who she is yeah. and I could just feel her spirit and her genuineness and so I reached out and we did a few quite a few a few months together um, yeah. <laughs> and it was truly transformational for me yeah, and, it, and the word hard. is definitely self-healing so there was so much that I got out of yeah. it and we're now great friends and we keep in contact and yeah. you know it's exciting to to see where that friendship will go in the future I love having friends all over the world it's just it's just so great so Ghoul let's dive in the month is show off which is an uncomfortable thing for a lot of women, and I know for you particular, particularly. Yes. But what would you love, uh, you know, say we, it's 20 years, 30 years, that, that, you know, in the future, what would you love for me to show off about your life and your, your legacy
1: and your work? Oh, so in 20 years, probably my legacy. Amazing. Amazing question. <laughs> um, I think the stories that really, really inspire me is always um, self-healing. I'm obsessed with self-healing. I'm obsessed with because I started healing journey when I was going through my own depression and sickness, and I was looking for gurus and healers to heal me and help me for a very mm-hmm. long time. It took me 10 years, uh, but first five years, I was always looking for someone to help me. And then I realized, oh my God, only we can do it. Only the person can heal themselves. Then my life really shifted. So I would like to teach people or show people that it's possible that they can heal themselves. Like what they need is within themselves. Uh, and it's life. We will always have fears. We will always have issues, but they don't need to stay there. They can just quickly move, quickly move, heal and move, heal and move and embrace the new challenges. So I want to be remembered for that.
0: Mm. I think you already are, but yes, I love that too. So who has influenced you in your life as far as women goes? Who has perhaps mentored you or inspired you? Share with us the women um, that have impacted you the most, or maybe there's no one who has impacted you. Um, (laughs) Let us know. Who are they in your life and what relationship are they to you?
1: Yeah, um, the, so I have different women, actually. I'm surrounded with amazing women, so which is amazing, but I have different women in terms of influencing different sides of men. Because as feminine energy, especially women are so multitask. <laughs> We're not just one woman, right? We have all this type of different elements in our body, in our system. So I started my career in corporate, and I worked in big corporate uh, multinationals for 15 years. I just recently just stopped that. Uh, I was, uh, I think there there were two significant women who became my mentors in this corporate life. Um, But what they inspired me the most, they were very direct, you know, like like a masculine energy kind of, okay, this is wrong, you shouldn't do it, they're very direct. But at the same time, very loving and caring, using this direct feedback to help you and to improve you. So I was very blessed to work with two great managers who really helped me to grow as a strong feminine in the work environment by giving me direct feedback, but also by showing me, okay, this is a mistake, how we can fix it, how we can fix it. Instead of staying in the blame game, Mm -hmm. instead of staying in, okay, you did this wrong. Okay, you did this wrong for sure. how can we improve quickly from that? So these two women really, really changed my life. One is Müge, one is Hande, they're both Turkish. I still, by the way, they're still like my sisters. I see them whenever I go back home. I still call them and ask business advice from them because I really love their um, ideas and how they look. But early in my career, I had to face with women fighting with other women. So these women, really really shifted uh, my uh, professional career that they proved me in professional career you can unite as a woman you don't need to fight with each other when you unite you're more powerful they were the ones in my business but in terms of my healing journey I would say actually I know it's a bit cliche but you know Louise Hay is the person let me even show you here louise hay is the person because my first five years i was working with other healers and etc but i met louise hay's books quite late on my healing journey when i start reading about her story and her books i realized one thing oh my god self-healing is just the key why I don't do it to myself if i do it to myself then okay I can also share it with people because she shared with me. I don't know her. She's an American author that time I was in Istanbul. So there is no way I could work with her. But thanks to her books, I learned a lot from Mm, her. mm. Then I wanted to share this learning with with the other woman, actually. So in terms of my spiritual journey, hey, uh, although she doesn't know, rest in peace. I hope you hear this. It really, really affected my journey. Oh, I
0: love that you're the first person to uh, mention someone who's passed, or someone that you haven't met. I, I think for me in my life, a lot of my role models or mentors are I've never met them in my life. Well, they're host- yeah. historical. It's so true. You come from Turkey, with its own yeah. culture and its own uh, you know biases and cultural impact. Yeah. How did growing up in that environment affect you as a woman and how, what were the cultural messages that you got as a woman and, and where are you at with that now?
1: Yeah, the the main cultural message I get when I grow up is just you need to be always proper. <laughs> you need to be very careful. You need you shouldn't show off or you shouldn't look sexy. So especially in uh, cult countries which are Turkey's a and, and Muslim country, so it's really really important that you can be pretty or modern or whatever but you shouldn't give this kind of vibes and this is why feminine energy is a concept I learned after my 30s (laughs) (laughs) Uh, because before that I need to be especially as a woman who were able to have the study My father really supported me on my studies. So I was very blessed to have a very open-minded family, but I always felt the pressure. I have to be successful because they gave me so much freedom. I have to be successful. Uh, And the success was in terms of work, in terms of marriage. So from a very early age, you're carrying like weight on your shoulder i need to be successful i need to be proper i need to mind what i say i shouldn't love so much i shouldn't put that dress because there's so much it show my v-neck you know there's always this kind of pressure um, when you grow up where i am coming from Mm
0: -hmm.
1: so i would say the pressure of success and the pressure of others
0: (laughs) how did you deal with that pressure how how was that part of your self-healing or was this is there some aspect that can share that helped you cast off that pressure yeah
1: i didn't i i failed miserably <laughs> i went to <laughs> very, very great depression <laughs> i couldn't deal with it to put it 100 percent um because i married at very early age i married when i was i think 23 24 because that time for my father it was impossible for us to live in the same apartment without marriage and we would like to live together so i had to marry in such an early age and you know 23 24 you're really young to understand understand who you are and where you stand in the world and we find ourselves in this game of marriage with both families involved at a very early age and when I was at my 28 I went to really really great like depression because outside everything was perfect but inside I was dying I was super unhappy I lost like I was just working I was working every night in the office just to you know just to block just to not to see the problems that I have in my marriage and it took me two years of therapy to tell that, okay, I need to get out of this relationship. It's not working for me anymore. And my biggest uh, judgment was coming from me. You're a failure. You're, you're gonna be a divorced woman in this society. You failed everyone. It was very heavy actually. So I didn't do a good job <laughs> dealing that. Yeah, but, but it's over yeah. now. <laughs>
0: yeah. Why, uh, well, being through what you have, and and the self-healing that you've experienced you've obviously changed your opinion now about women showing off so why do you think women now um should show off more should should not be afraid of visibility and and being able to share what we're great at with the world
1: yeah i think i work with a lot of women and i also see like you like amazing woman and the thing that struck me in all the sessions I did and I did I think almost 5,000 sessions so I said I have a good data you know it's, it's a very good solid data with the woman what I see usually their biggest fear is actually their potential so they talk about their fears you know if I do it but the fears that they talk are really the tip of the iceberg. When you really dig and dig and dig, they're a bit more scared of what they can become, what is their potential, how they will be judged. If I shine, if I get this promotion, my husband will leave me. If I shine and if I uh, share my voice to the world, uh, my family will judge me. If I shine and if I build this healing business like I do, everybody will think I'm crazy. (laughs) (laughs) So we are mostly judged by uh, what we can do this is what i see with all the females i work with like the fears that they talk are easy to handle but the way that they're scared of their own light is the main issue and when you put the light out there it's it's light you always shine so this is why women need to share because the things that we're scared of are just our limited beliefs. Like I always thought people will tell I'm crazy because the way I work with people, I hear voices. Okay, And I was like, I cannot share it. If I say it, they're gonna say I'm crazy. And what was happening, I was getting feedback that I'm crazy from my friends, from my colleagues out of nowhere. Like what, you hear things ewes. Like, it's weird. I was getting this feedback because I was scared of it. But when I worked on those fears, this feedback became, wow, you're very strong. You're very intuitive it's all about us so this is why women need to share their light because it's such a it's coming from within you when it comes from within you you cannot stop it if you stop it you just bring chaos and struggle to your lives like like yourself right when you stop sharing your voice you just struggle to your life this is why we need to just share it whatever our calling so that we don't stay in the struggle Otherwise, we're always in struggle or sickness or toxic people, unhealthy relationships, and when you just start, you lose all of those. Mm. So they are all gone.
0: Mm. How did you just start? Because I know we had a conversation about uh, even your website. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Can you share a little bit of that story?
1: Yeah. um, How did I start? Healing is actually thanks to a woman again, a mother who really believed me out of nowhere. She was forcing me to do a healing on uh, her son. And I couldn't say no because it's a mother. The kid had a brain tumor surgery. It was in the hospital. So I couldn't say no to a mother. I still have no idea. This lady's also influenced me a lot, Sabina, how she trusted me. But you know, the mother has this different instinct. <laughs> you would know it. Like they know if something is good for their kid. Like they they feel it. And she was like, I trust you. And I was like, I don't trust myself. What am I going to do here? So she really, really affected um, me because she kind of put me in a situation where I couldn't say no to a mother who's so strongly believing in me. I was like, okay. Let me try what I can do here. This is how I started. It was my first client actually, Uh, but it took me two years to put my website after that. I had so many clients everywhere and I was making really good income out of it. I was always busy, but I was nowhere. So people could not refer me. They'd need to give my personal cell phone to refer me. Uh, when I dig that why I'm so scared it's actually again uh it was a journey where I healed my thyroid, because I was so scared to share what I'm doing even with my own family by being judged of you know this hoo-hoo lifestyle it's like oh you work on healing I was so scared of being judged by it it's always our own fear so yeah it's my fears <laughs> I know you
0: have a heart for working with leaders, women leaders. What, where, where has that come from? And also, I want to know what are we missing in terms of women and leadership? And yeah, yeah, what can we sort of chat about that yeah. for a moment?
1: Yeah. I, I, I work with usually women who are early, either leaders on their paths or who are very high in the corporate letters. What I see is like the world teaches how to lead masculine. And I think we will know it. We don't need to learn it. We know it. We're good at it. It's checked. It's done. With most of the women I work, they have no problems of taking actions. When they want it, when they believe it, they're like super fast. They're all multi-text. They can they're all resilient. So I think women already has this beautiful masculine qualities to lead because we need both. But the biggest thing I see is we are, we forget our feminine side so much. Mm -hmm. So when it's quite hard for us to lead with the feminine or lead with intuition, okay, you need to read data, of course, but sometimes your intuition is telling you where to look. You just need to follow it. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes this type of like, I'm gonna do it, energy is not working for you because you're not feminine by this. So you wanna move with your emotions. And also uh, in the corporate world, Leading with emotions is judged so bad. It's like the woman with periods. Mm-hmm. It's yes. not that I have periods. It's like I have emotions and I yeah. need to show my emotions. Like it's beautiful to show your emotions. So when men share these emotions, they're like, oh, okay, he's angry today. When a woman share emotions and shows her, she's hysterical. So we have very different ways of judgment of women and men when they share their emotions. And feminine energy, you need to show your emotions. You need to embrace all your emotions so that you can learn from them. If you keep getting rid of your anger, how are you going to learn from your anger? So I think the biggest thing for uh, women leaders is to embrace their feminine side, is to lead with their feminine side because their masculine is already so strong (laughs) so that it can come to the balance. Mm. what i see is there's a bit out of balance in terms of masculine and feminine energies mm.
0: cool thank you so much for coming on thank and sharing you. your insights is there anything you would like to leave with the audience with the listeners about women women in leadership and
1: about showing each other off yeah the one thing i will share and um, so when I was going through my divorce and all the struggles, uh, it took me two years to make a decision. <laughs> and these two years, I was just going on a spiral like this, always blaming myself. And when I start reading these self-healing tools and techniques, you don't need to stay so long there, you know, because when you take an action, it's an emotional literally means the energy in the motion so when you start doing things actually you start your emotions you change your emotions and you're able to move and right now there are amazing women out there which you can just reach there are women like you thanks to you you're sharing stories and you're sharing with this woman from from a space of just love so they can just Uh, Look for what is out there and start their own process. They don't need to stay in this kind of depressions or darkness for so long time. The one thing I wish that I knew when I was young is that it is simple, (laughs) it is out there. (laughs) You just need to work on it, but it's doable. So I just want to end with that.
0: That's beautiful. Thank you so very much.
1: Oh, thank you for having me. And it's always nice to see you. Always. (laughs)